0: travelers welcome once again to the before and after show if you haven't listened to the show before how it works is each week i take a film that i've never seen before and i bring along a guest or two um you're in for a treat there's two this week and talk about a film we've never seen an older film and this week is a summer blockbuster most weeks it's a summer blockbuster because it's summer and um we give you our expectations for what we think about those films are going to be like and then the next week we come back at you with what we thought about those films so uh, i'm joined today by slade oran hey how's it going and robert mayo hello everyone two names you might remember from the fast and furious retrospective extravaganza back to do uh not as giant episode hopefully yeah so there are less movies to talk about in this franchise by well, like they're... two yeah not by much yeah, yeah not by much. No. Um, so, But before we get into that, we, uh, we'll talk about what we've been watching this week. Slade, you've been watching a bunch. Um,
1: yeah, I just uh, re-watched all of the Mission Impossible movies. Because um, so, I hadn't seen some of them in a while. So, did that. And, and you hadn't
0: seen the fourth one at all.
1: I hadn't seen the fourth one at all. No, I hadn't seen that one. So, I uh, got caught up with everything. So, that, w- that was cool. And, what else? Uh, I just started um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. So, um, I you hadn't... of. I kind of put it off for a while because I didn't want to get into it but uh, are you liking it um, I've only seen the first couple episodes okay um, but and it's okay yeah. I mean I really like Colson in general in general I think it was really smart to take they just like oh this guy that you already like and know, we're just gonna make a TV show with him and it's like oh yeah I'll watch that yeah it was just a really cool transition um, for I feel like for a lot of people to take oh yeah this guy we know and now he just has his own TV show. So I thought that was cool, and it's it's okay. Like you gotta
2: you gotta get through about eight episodes, and then it gets good.
1: Yeah, I heard the the end of the first season is where so yeah. that's to That's my. You should probably at. watch Captain America in there. Yeah. When yes. When
2: it's appropriate. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and the connection between the movies is really cool too. So I don't know it's it's been good. I mean, um, so yeah, a lot of uh, espionage this week. Oh yeah. So trying to get in the in the theme. That's true.
0: Because <laughs> it's like, I guess it's kind of spy stuff. Agents yeah. of Shield. Yeah, that's pretty spy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing a lot of covert ops and a yeah. bunch of stuff. I mean, there's superheroes
2: and random stuff thrown into. Yeah,
0: you like it a lot. Yes, I do. Yeah. Did you watch Agent Carter at all?
2: I have what? not seen any of that. Yeah. Okay. I wish they would put it on Netflix because it's time. Yeah. <laughs> is the season over? Yeah, it was. A, it was a mini season. was only oh, like okay. Eight episodes back oh. in January.
0: Cool. I think the the format they're going with is like full seasons of Agent or of Agents of Shield. Yeah. And then. They take, like, a two-month break to split the season in half. And in the two-month break, they air Agent Carter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's
1: kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they did this last nice. year. Nice. And you okay. can throw in other stuff, too. Not just Agent Carter, but you know, yeah. something else. Yeah.
2: That's, that's cool. But they, yeah. They've already got season two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. out. Yeah. But they don't have Agent Carter. And that's significantly better as a series. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. So, yeah, yeah, I've heard good things about it. So, I'll have to check it out.
0: Yeah. It was sweet seeing her show up in Ant man.
1: Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. I really like. I really like that uh, that all, throwback scene. All right, the man. aging effects. Yeah, forward, so good. Forward, backwards. Always. Yeah, really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forward and backwards. The
0: aging was so good, or the de aging on my Michael Douglas was so good. It's the image for the last episode. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, nice. I, I I specifically sought out a picture of him in that movie. Yeah, it and did Nancy, look really. Good. It was so good. It was you, just
1: footage of him like thirty years ago. Yeah,
0: they just reappropriated uh, footage from Wall Street. Yeah.
1: <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, that's pretty much it. So just it is the year of the
2: spy movie, so yeah. keeping the spy theme. That's true for all that. So that's true.
0: Yeah. Robert have you been watching anything?
2: The last two things I watched has been kind of a slow week was Ant Man, but that was okay. last week's episode. episode. So, yeah. So. But you liked it. But I liked it a yeah, lot. Yes. True, really good. I agree. Kind of want to see good. it again. Yeah. 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 Uh, me too. I watched it again. And then last night I watched Unbreakable, so Oh yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. yeah. That's sure. it. I love that's, that movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. That's it's my favorite kind of, uh Shamalan yeah. Movie. Before he,
0: crazy, yeah, yeah.
2: For yeah. all Samuel Arter, Jackson's
0: right. great in that movie,
1: he's really good.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like a really like Fro is really fake. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> really and it, the, the like
2: the kid that they picked for him looked like him. They had his noses and everything else. Yeah, impressed. Yeah. Yeah, that, movie yeah.
0: Cool. that I love that movie but it also has one of the stupidest lines I've ever heard in a movie which is friends don't shoot friends
2: yeah <laughs> that was a weirdly intense scene yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I didn't get it but okay <laughs> yeah I really like the scene where he's like he figures out that he can lift a bunch and then just keep adding stuff yeah. to the weight bar yeah that's I like a really that good part mark. a lot
2: I like the part where um, Samuel Jackson's mom back in the '70s hid the comic book, or like placed the comic book outside, like yeah. out on the bench for mm-hmm. him to walk to. Yeah, and then she's like, "I have a whole bunch for you," and I was like, "And they're hidden throughout the entire city." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no wonder this guy's a supervillain. His mom was a supervillain. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, I really like that movie. And like his whole motive, I really like that him his villain's motivation. Of like, there's got to be an opposite me somewhere. Yeah. If I'm this way, there's got to be someone who's unbreakable. Yeah,
2: pretty cool. That was back when
0: Bruce Willis was good. Bruce Willis is awesome in that movie. Yeah, he's a really good. Memory. Yeah. Gosh, I'm, I might really like that movie. Yeah. I have to watch it again now. I wasn't super into it the first time I watched it, and then I watched all the special features on it, on the DVD, mm-hmm. and it made me appreciate the movie way more. It made me go back and watch it almost immediately after I finished watching the special mm-hmm. features, and I was like, oh, I like this way more now. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I liked it. It's really well done. Yeah. Know. I was a little too young to really get everything in it, though, so, like, then the special features explained How it young too. were you? Like, junior high. Oh, okay.
2: Because, like, the murder scene's kind of
0: intense. Yeah, there's some... Yeah. <laughs> Any intense parts it. yeah I was in the, like junior high maybe early high school um, but I was that way with Sixth Sense too Like yeah. I, I watched Sixth Sense and it was like I mean cool I guess but I don't get it and mm. then like immediately I saw it on like stars or something mm. and immediately after it was like this interview with him explaining the whole movie yeah and I was like oh I get way more of this now and then I watched <laughs> it again and I was like this is way better than I originally thought because now everything <laughs> makes sense yeah
1: yeah, that's one of those movies you want to watch twice anyway.
0: Yeah. Because, so. like, I'm pretty stupid when it comes to, like, twists in movies. Yeah, me too. Like, I ne- like I never really see anything me- coming. Um me hear Um, Like, the people are like, oh, I saw the ending of The Prestige coming from a mile away, and I'm like, I didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, you dis- didn't. <laughs> yeah I disagree completely. <laughs> the only movie I saw the end coming from a mile away was Shutter Island. Oh, okay. Um, but I also don't think that twist was the point of that movie, but that's a separate conversation. Anyway, so I'm real dumb with twists, but that was also one of the times where I was too dumb to get the twist. So, like, I didn't know he was dead the whole time. Like, after it ended, I was like, Mm (laughs) alright. You (laughs) didn't get the twist at all. (laughs) At all. (laughs) That's
1: not you didn't see it coming, you didn't see it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I was like, what? I don't get it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That would make sense why you want to watch it again, then. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, like... I don't know. Even in the village, like I didn't see that coming. Oh, but they yeah. were like in present day.
1: Yeah, I, I do not like that movie. Yeah, it was
0: so. boring movie. It, I don't. So it I don't. Matter. I didn't really see
1: how that twist was a
0: twist. Well, because it was old timey. I know. I know and it looked old
1: timey, but it never said it was old timey or like. I mean, it's like it could. It could have been anything. Like it. Could, I didn't even think it was like in the real world. I thought it was like a different world. So when the fact that it's in this world, I'm like, oh, okay. It didn't it did so not think work on the me problem. at it was all. Like, it's like too ambiguous. Yeah, it was too ambiguous. You can't have a twist for an ambiguous setup already. I don't know. I just don't like that movie in general.
0: I feel like the movie would have been better without that twist. Yeah, right. Like it was. It was like if it was necessary. just like the story of like creepy things happening in that town. Yeah, that would have made that would have been better. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. There's one scene I really like in that movie, which is when she's like walking in the woods and Adrian Brody's in like the costume. Yeah. He's like chasing after, her and then he falls in the pit on the spikes. Yeah. 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 That's, I like that. Yeah. I mean, it has its
2: moments, but as yeah. a movie altogether, not very good.
0: Yeah. I like
2: that. Again. Slimes was the last good movie he did. Yeah, I agree with that. I
0: liked every movie he did up through Lady in the Water. I like Lady in the Water a lot.
1: I thought Lady in the Water could have been so much better than it actually was.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: I feel like the set up, it set up all this stuff and it like, created this cool world, but you never got to like see it and it never delivered mm-hmm. with any Fair enough. It.
0: I agree mm-hmm. with that. People straight up hate that movie and I don't get like it's not yeah, that it's, bad. It's
1: very unoffensive. I don't know. Like, yeah I don't, like
0: I it's I mean the most disparaging thing you could say is probably that. Like, yeah. People freaking hate it. Like they're like this is the stupidest movie I've ever seen. I'm like I've seen way worse from him. Yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> way worse from him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand how people like got crazy hate on that movie. Yeah,
1: it's just not enough. There's nothing there to hate, I don't think. I don't know. That's just me. What have you been watching?
0: Um, I watched 15 Minutes of Going Clear, which is the documentary about Scientology that HBO did. Okay. Um,
2: In honor of Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) It's all connected, man.
0: And uh, I really like it. Uh, The reason we stopped watching it is because the internet at my fiance's was kind of... It can't handle the HBO app for some reason. Huh. That's like, the way HBO encodes their video is, like... It was actually the Scientologists. They no, were no, blocking, yeah. the just no. blocking the signal. blocking um, the... <clears throat> don't
2: know our secrets.
0: The, uh... Yeah, the, um... I don't know. It just, like... It it can't handle whatever the encoding is at her apartment. Because, hmm. um, like, Netflix works fine there. Hulu yeah. works fine there. But for some reason, the that way... That specific thing. Yeah, HBO worry. does. So, we watched, like, 15 minutes of it, but it kept, like... Oh, yeah, that's so obnoxious. Yeah. I can't
1: even watch something. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do with, with it.
0: Yeah. No. Um, so. If the audio's a little off? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't watch yeah. something with the audio's
1: off. Nope. It drives me insane.
0: Nope. I was just watching. Um, the guy who does the Every Frame of Painting YouTube channel. Oh yeah. He was I just watched him have a meltdown on Twitter the other night over the movie <laughs> the movie Black Hat. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I haven't Black seen Hat? it. Black Hat it just came yeah. out what
2: last December or something.
0: Yeah, it's out on Blu-ray now, I guess. Yeah,
2: where Thor is like a neat, A hacker. Hacker or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, heard for Michael Mann directed it.
0: Okay. Um He's of like Michael Mann. Yeah, apparently it's terrible. It doesn't look very good to me. But know. he was like freaking out because the sound mix is off on the movie. Oh, man. (laughs) How? What? Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah, and like, he was like, He was like, a mix this bad... He was like, I'm not mad at Michael Mann over this. Because a mix this bad can only come from the sound designer. And then he just got bombarded with articles where it was like Michael Mann talking about it. And he was like, oh no, this was his fault.
2: (laughs) On purpose?
0: I don't know if it was on purpose. Yeah, was it a
2: creative decision?
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't know.
1: I feel like you can do that first like scenes maybe yeah to give it like a like a certain kind of feel to drive people insane for like a (laughs) second to drive people insane you know for a second but for the whole movie that's just a mistake
0: yeah yeah so anyway um so we watched part of going clear it was really good um it looks it's two hours so it seems pretty like comprehensive wow yeah um and they have a bunch of interviews with like former scientologists and that's really interesting and sort of dives deep into, like, what Scientology is all about. It's do you crazy. like documentaries? I do. Um, for the most part, I think I like the idea of documentaries more than I like documentaries, <laughs> because a lot of documentaries are like, we're about this, and then just not about that at yeah. all.
1: My own agenda in your face. Y- yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I watched this... Um, That's true. I watched this movie about film preservation, Okay. which I'm super into, and it was like, the whole... Pro- the first half was like this whole process of like how they preserve films and how they get voted onto the film the National Film Registry. And then just halfway through it took this turn about like like representation of minorities and women in movies. And I was like, what the happened? <laughs> this isn't even a little bit what this was about. Like an hour ago, it like wouldn't what? Yeah, that's true. It was crazy. It was that was the craziest turn I've ever seen a documentary take. And I feel like they go south like that a lot.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's way too much. Documentaries are kind of fall victim to the indie movie thing, where it's just like it's weird, you know, just because we can. <laughs> yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah, I really of... like
0: music documentaries. Okay, like Muscle Shoals. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know if you saw that. Yeah,
1: I saw the uh, what was it? The Bob Dylan one that Scorsese oh, did. No Direction Home. No Direction Home. Really that was good. really good.
0: Four-hour documentary about Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of Bob Dylan. It is but it was really good I remember one day um, because there's also the D.A. Panabaker documentary Don't Look Back which is about him on tour in 1965 Mm -hmm. I have both of those on DVD And I was like, one day I was like, I'm going to watch all of it in one sitting. (laughs) But I have the director's cut of the Panabaker movie, which is like two and a half hours. And so I watched that and then I started watching No Direction Home and I made it through like an hour of that and I was like, there's still three and a half hours of documentary left. I'm cool. Just a lot of like, hmm. (laughs) And and harmonica. And harmonica. (laughs) And like one time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I like I like watching music documentaries a lot. Okay. Um. And then I've been watching another documentary. Okay. Series. It's a, this one was a series on HBO. I got an HBO Now account. What is that? It's yeah. like Netflix for HBO. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I've heard of that actually. So yeah. like, you don't have to have a cable subscription. Yeah, that's nice. For it, so you just pay them a certain like it's like fifteen dollars a month, and you get access to all their stuff, all their shows and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um. And so I started watching this documentary series they did called The Jinx. And The Jinx is this crazy documentary series about this guy. I was watching it the other night. I think you saw, you caught part of it. Don't remember this, but we'll go with it. It's about this guy named Robert Durst. And Robert Durst is uh, very obviously a serial killer, but has never been caught. He's been arrested and tried, Mm -hmm. but has never done time. Wow. Yeah, it's nuts. He, then this is real. This is happened. Oh, yeah, like okay. he's still alive. Yeah, he's still, still alive. alive just... He's still alive. He got caught like the day before the last episode aired of the Jinx. <sighs> I haven't finished it yet. It's a six part documentary, so it's like a six hour <laughs> documentary on this guy. Yeah, but so it kind of started in 1992 when his wife went missing. Mm-hmm and that kind of got dropped because they couldn't really he was a suspect but they couldn't really prove that he did anything he was abusive and like he he admits to it in the documentary that he was abusive and then in 2002 they found his neighbor Mm -hmm. they found his neighbor's body dismembered in like a bay yeah and he got arrested for that and tried and he got off on the defense that he didn't kill the guy he just chopped up the body Okay, isn't that
1: like, um, what is it like aiding and abetting or like?
0: Well, no, because he was already dead when the body got like, the guy died, the guy got killed, and yeah. then Robert just chopped up the body. But you're That's still, still like,
2: like damaging evidence to or like obstruction it. of justice. Yeah. At yeah. minimum.
0: Yeah. And so he got off on that. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that part in the series. I just know that's what happened. Yeah. Is, like, that was that was the defense they went with and worked. But he's, like, super rich, so there's, like, this um, whole conspiracy yeah. that he, like, paid a bunch of people off. Yeah. His family got a lot of money. Okay. Um, and then, like, there was this other... There, oh, there was this woman who he was really good friends with that the police were going to question. She when the wife disappeared it was in new york and the woman he was really good friends with had moved from new york to la yeah and they were going to question her in la but she died she Mm -hmm. got murdered she got uh like execution style murdered in her house oh dang the week before the cops were supposed to go question her yeah so everyone was like well obviously robert durst did that yeah but she was like the daughter of a mobster and they, they were, like, these two ex-mobsters in it that were, like... The way she died was straight up, like, a mob hit. Yeah. Because, like, she was shot execution-style yeah. her, in her bedroom. Yeah. And so they think that he, like, paid off the mafia to... To have her, to like, have to her, her, her Yeah. <laughs> but, like... This is crazy. Bro. Yeah, it's crazy. And so the guy who did this documentary, the reason the documentary exists is because he made a fake movie, mm-hmm. like, um, a dramatization of the of the the wife disappearing um called all good things It had ryan gosling played the robert durst character and then kirsten duns played the wife and robert durst saw the movie and loved the way they portrayed him in the movie yeah and like (laughs) called the director and was like i don't do interviews but i will grant you an interview and you can talk to me about whatever you want What? and so that's why this movie or this documentary exists because it's them talking to him yeah And this dude is creepy. Yeah. Like,
1: he's... Just outside his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel
0: like there's something going on on a spiritual level with that dude. Yeah. Like, his eyes are, like... Like, to quote Quint from Jaws, they're, like, black like a doll's eyes. Like, there's, like, no... There's no discernible pupil in them. And I don't know if that's the way they lit him to make him look creepier, Uh, or if that, like... But then he's got, like, all these, like, weird facial tics. Yeah. And, like, they'll ask him a question that's pretty hard-hitting, and his face will contort. Yeah. And then he'll say something, but, like, it so looks like a lie because yeah. of, like, the way his face moves. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's unnatural the way that guy, like, his body language is. It's super creepy. That's weird. Yeah. I'm, like, three episodes into the six-episode series. It's super interesting, but it's... Yeah.
1: That's too much for me, man. Yeah. I can't watch that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. It's... It's really interesting, but it's just, like, messed up. And, yeah. like, the, my understanding is that the the last episode, they present him with, like, some pretty damning evidence Yeah. about it. And he, like, excuses himself to the bathroom, but doesn't turn his mic off. Yeah. And he's just, like, mumbling to himself. And he's just like, well, of course I killed them all. And I guess that's what, like, led to them, like, capturing... What? him yeah he so like he'd been in hiding since they filmed it yeah and they caught him in hiding the day before the last episode aired oh, that's on crazy. H&M.
1: well I, hey if it were, if the documentary leads to him getting you know like convicted and stuff that's sweet yeah you yeah know, like.
0: yeah and i guess like a lot of people were like well why did it take so long and it was like well because he was in hiding yeah. Is why. And they were like, they, that it wasn't means like. He was hiding. Yeah, it's it wasn't like the filmmakers him. were withholding the evidence from. <laughs> they turned over all their footage yeah. to the police after they filmed it, <laughs> way before the show came out.
3: Yeah.
0: Like, they, they weren't just like, no, you gotta watch it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> <Like>, Copyrighted, <Copybank>, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the guys for sure, the guys who made the documentary for sure helped him, helped the police. Yeah. Because they're not douchebags. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's all I've been watching. Yeah, we'll take a short break, and then we'll be right back after this. And we're back. Um, So this week... We're uh, talking about Mission Impossible, colon, Rogue Nation. I almost called it five again. Um, it's the fifth entry in the Mission Impossible franchise, but on this show we like to look back to movies of the past that are kind of loosely connected, and this week is no different, and we're going to be looking at another spy uh, thriller, espionage-type movie, um, and that movie is Alfred Hitchcock's North by Northwest. Um, it came out in 1959 and stars Cary Grant, James Mason, and Eva Marie Saint, and was obviously directed by Hitchcock. So um, there's a lot of old-school cool going on in this movie, yeah, I feel definitely. like. Yeah. Um, we just watched the trailer for it, and it seems like super old-school spy movie, yeah. which I'm kind of down for, actually. Um, before we get into expectations for it, I looked up who wrote the movie, and it was written by um, Ernest Lehman, and these are some of his credits. He wrote The King and I, which won Best Picture. Sweet. I believe. He uh, wrote Sweet Smell of Success, which is super highly regarded for its dialogue. He wrote West Side Story. He wrote The Sound of Music. He wrote The Adaptation (laughs) of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, which won Best Picture, and Best Screenplay. He wrote Hello, Dolly. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, uh... Those are those are the only ones really of note. But this dude's got some credits. Yeah, he's he's got some credits. So, uh, Slade, what do you what, what are you thinking about North by Northwest?
1: Um, it looks good. I, I really like Hitchcock in general. Um, so I'm am excited for it. Um, it's a classic. So I mean everyone's heard of it, and it looks good. Um, Cary Grant, the trailer. He looks he looks very Cary Grant, just very <laughs> yeah. just like, you know, like don't mess around, kind of cool guy. Kind of a thing going, but
0: not on. that annoying cool guy that we saw in Jurassic World. Actually, <laughs> <laughs>
1: not quite at that level. No. Yeah. Um, just very, yeah, like you were saying, very old school cool kind of, uh, you know, intrigue, um, which, which looks really sweet. So yeah, I'm ex- I'm really excited for it. It should be, should be pretty sweet. So, and Hitch- Hitchcock is great. I mean, do you have a favorite Hitchcock? Um, that's hard to say. Maybe Vertigo.
0: I've never seen Vertigo.
1: I just like Jimmy Stewart a lot. I do too. Jimmy Stewart's one of my favorite. Jimmy Stewart's just the best. And Vertigo's probably his best Hitchcock movie.
0: He was Um, also in Rear Window.
1: Oh, Rear Window's really good too. Yeah. Man Who Knew Too Much. Oh, man,
0: that movie's good.
1: And North by Northwest kind of feels like it's in that vein. Yeah. Um, which which is great because I love that movie. So, I'm pretty excited about it. Um... But yeah, I just love Hitchcock, so it'll, it'll be cool to see another one of his movies that I haven't seen before, and yeah, it looks really good. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. What do you think?
2: You, you said everything I was going to say. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not really like well-versed in you know classic movies. Yeah. I don't have a lot of history there watching classic movies, but I do like Hitchcock movies, and um, it just looks good. Car- Cary Grant looks good. I didn't realize how much he looked like Sean Connery. Yeah. Yeah. Like an American version of Bond. Kind of, yeah. Um, So he looks really good in it. But also, I didn't get a hint of espionage spy thriller in that little trailer.
0: No, but. So (laughs) so here's the plot on on IMDb it's a hapless New York advertising executive is mistaken for a government agent by a group of foreign spies and is pursued across the country while he looks for a way to survive. Okay. Yeah, so it's like mistaken identity spy stuff. Okay that's cool
2: yeah kind of the opposite unless there's a twist at the end where he actually is a spy
0: maybe I'm like I wouldn't put that past Hitchcock yeah. at all Oh yeah. though would I would cool. be impressed by history for not letting me find out about yeah, that yeah the
1: fact that you <laughs> wouldn't know that yeah maybe I don't know
0: that happens every once in a while like every yeah. once in a while I'll see a movie and be like how did I not well, no get that for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah why did no one tell me
1: about this yeah that's pretty funny that's the, that's the cool thing, uh, like, you mentioned about old movies. Like, I like old movies a lot, but I feel like Hitchcock's really cool because it's, I feel like all of his movies are still, like, they're old, but they, they're, they like, they don't feel like they're that old.
0: They feel very contemporary. Yeah. And they
2: capture a certain essence of filmmaking. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I feel like they've been, that's his style has been copied so much that it's just ingrained in how movies are made. Yeah. So it's just part of the grammar old.
0: of film there. Yeah. They
1: yeah. don't feel foreign or, like, dated. You yeah. know? I mean, visually a little bit, yeah. You know, they are, but the, the way it's made and the way it looks, right. it just feels like a film. You know, which is kind of, which is nice. I mean, and if you're looking in, to get into old movies, I feel like he's a really good, good place to start. Yeah, because it's so, you know, well known. How and, long is
0: it? Two hours and sixteen minutes. Wow. Yeah. Pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also at a time um, when going to the movies was like an event. Because yeah, yeah, it, it was true. like when you had like these movie palaces, not the multiplex where yeah you know you gotta have an hour and a half long movie to make room for the next showing so yeah. you can make as much money as possible. Well, it
2: seems like back then movies were either like an hour or a little bit over or like four hours.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so <laughs>
0: yeah just kind of right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it came out in yeah. 1959. Um, so it's 56 years old uh, which Three, is crazy before Bond. yeah, yeah, yeah it's a pre-bond movie. Definitely before Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, before the show.
1: Yeah, first like real kind of espionage thing. Really, yeah, like, really early. Before before that all kind of hit. You know, yeah. like the with like the Mission Impossible TV show and yeah. you know Bond
0: stuff, um, stuff. I think there was. Uh, no, I gotta look it up. Never mind. I was gonna say I think there was a there was an uh, Orson Welles movie that was kind of espionagey oh. called A uh, Touch of Evil, but it looks like it's just like a like a kidnapping film noir oh okay story that makes more sense yeah touch of evil has a great opening scene it's a two and a half minute tracking shot oh cool yep wow yeah for that's uh, impressive for 1958 yeah <laughs> for then yeah it's crazy it's so good um i've never seen the movie but that i saw the the opening scene got posted somewhere once I think it was on some one of the film subreddits that I was trolling the other day and it was oh man. It was I was like, I wanna see this movie. Now. Yeah. Um it's the one he directed, I don't think he starred in it or someone else. Oh yeah. Okay. Um yeah. Uh,
2: what's your what's your favorite Hitchcock movie? Do you have one? I don't. I mean I've really only seen the birds. Oh okay. I love that movie. So. <laughs> um, birds is great, man.
0: Man Who T- Knew Too Much is really good. Yeah. Um like psycho a lot psycho yeah um oh, i have seen psycho yeah okay psycho's got such good camera work in it yeah there's a
1: lot of really good things going on in that movie
0: yeah that's true that hmm it might be psycho because like anthony perkins is so good in that movie yeah he's really creepy he, and like that final monologue he has is great yeah it's so creepy um one of the things i think about. <clears throat> this movie This movie looks really good to me. Um, the trailer sold me on it more than when we were talking about doing it before. Yeah. And I think part of that is, like, I thought Jimmy Stewart was Cary Grant in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And so I was, like, pumped on a Hitchcock-Jimmy Stewart movie. And yeah. then I thought it was Cary Grant. And I was like, I mean, he's cool, too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's which is dumb, because Cary Grant's also an amazing actor. Yeah. But, yeah, watching the trailer really sold me on it. And one of the things I think that Hitchcock does well that's going to lend itself awesome to this movie is Paranoia. Yeah. He's really good at like just making you feel super yeah, uneasy the suspense while you're watching. Insecure. Yeah.
1: This builds the suspense. Yeah. yeah. And
0: so I think I think he kinda he, on the trailer we watched it was a weird trailer. It was a weird trailer. Um, it, it was wasn't him, really a trailer. <laughs> yeah. It was like him talking about going on like a vacation with Cary Grant yeah but like all this crazy stuff was happening to yeah, him yeah and so I think right from the get go he's already like kind of playing with your expectations yeah because it like it looks like it was this weird vibe on the trailer. It didn't make me feel uneasy, but it was like, what is this? Yeah, And they didn't really reveal a lot of the, I think suspenseful moments of the movie. Yeah. So I think he was like intentionally saving them so he could build the tension in the movie because if you, and we see this a lot with modern trailers, if you just spoil like the the release of tension, In a certain spot of a movie, it doesn't work that well when you go see it. Yeah, you don't care anymore. Yeah, you don't give a crap anymore. And so I think Hitchcock, being the master of suspense that he was, very intentionally was like, no, I'm going to hold back on this, even in my advertising for it. Um, I mean, I know Psycho, he didn't even want to release any advertising for it. He just wanted to be like, hey, I have a new movie called Psycho coming out. It's coming out this time. And the studio was like, "No, on, it's called Psycho, and we can't do that." Yeah, and so he had to cut a trailer for it. But That's yeah, funny. he he just he wanted people to go in blind to Psycho. Yeah, basically, which is the way to watch that movie. It is like I feel like in 1960 whatever when it came out, it oh, freaked everyone out. Yeah, it
1: freaked me yeah. out.
0: Yeah, man, it's like it's creepy. It's creepy. Man. I don't know.
1: The yeah. trailer was cool. It was very like kind of like. Like a dark humor, almost, in his trailer. Cause yeah. Because he was, he was saying, he was just like, oh, and he runs into an old friend. And then some guy gets, like, stabbed. Yeah. And it's just like, wait, what?
0: Which was, like, kind of brutal for a trailer. Yeah.
1: It was like... And he's, like he said, he's talking about going on this vacation where it's really like he's, like, running for his life. Yeah. And it's like this weird, like, juxtaposition of, like, yeah, you know, it's just like happy fun times and these weird weird odd kind of terrible things are
0: happening yeah that's so. true he's pretty notorious for having that kind of a sense of humor.
1: yeah so i mean that kind of goes along with it but i think there'll probably be a little bit of that in it too you know yeah. like it, how it seems okay on the surface and all these things are happening
0: yeah he's so. really good at that too yeah. just like he's really good at like layering his movies yeah. where it's like there's a bunch of crap going on in any given scene where like someone says something but it has like six meanings because yeah. of because <laughs> of what's been going on <laughs> Yeah, I think North by Northwest looks pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm excited, actually. It it looks looks really good. Yeah, I'm
1: really excited to see it. It's Uh, a movie I've always wanted to see. Yeah. uh, And that plane scene is so, like... Iconic. Iconic. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it's got a a local connection with that scene we talked about off mic. Um, It was filmed, like, 20 minutes north of where our hometown is. Um, And the Alamo Draft House, uh, on their Rolling Road show a few years ago... Showed North by Northwest in the fields out where they filmed that scene, which is pretty sick. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: That would have been really cool to go see it. Yeah. Like, right where it was. and like, Yeah. I would have, like, if I was them, I would have, like, started a plane when that scene happened and, like, flown it over. <laughs> that's a little expensive, probably, yeah. but just for the effect.
0: One of the things they did, one of the first times they did a Roman road show is they showed Deliverance. Oh, yeah. In the middle of the woods. And so you had to kayak. Oh, that's
1: to, terrible.
0: Yeah, that's horrible. Why would anyone that's, that's do dedication? That. Yeah, you had to kayak to That's to. terrifying. Yeah, I and mean, then you got to kayak back after the movie's over. They're gonna <laughs> show the movie till after dark. <laughs> F that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, not doing that. Not after watching freaking <laughs> Deliverance. Gosh.
2: Probably just camp for the night. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Just get a helicopter out of there. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's uh, it for North by Northwest. We don't have a lot of information on North by Northwest, so it was a shorter segment than usual. But um, moving along, we're going to talk about uh, the Mission Impossible movies. Um, We'll probably cover all four of them leading up to... Uh, five. So you watched them all this week. Yes,
1: I watched all of them this week. Because I
0: hadn't seen them in a while. Yeah, and you hadn't seen the fourth one.
1: And I have not seen the fourth one. So I was trying to catch up. Okay, and your overall feelings were? Um, I'm not a big fan of the series in general. Um, That may be different than a lot of people, but I just feel like most of them um, are either kind of boring or just okay um, on a scale. And... uh, that's just how I felt about the series. Every, like, watching them this week, when I was watching them, I was just like, well, I'd just rather be watching, you know, James Bond. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, if I could put on Goldfinger right now instead of this, I would be much happier. I mean, you could have.
0: That's true. I could have. Yeah. Yeah. You completely you have probably them. had
1: probably had for both. <laughs> I probably did. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't, because I wanted to watch them to get ready for the new one.
0: Did you watch yeah. them with Brian, or did you just... Uh, some of them. Okay. We watched
1: the fourth and the second one, I
0: watched them in all
1: kind of a random order, but I did not watch them in order. That's I watched weird. the fourth one, and then I watched the first one, and then I watched the second one, and then the third one. So. <laughs> all it right. It's, like, all over the place. But, um, anyway. So, yeah. I mean, it was cool to, like, watch them again, because yeah. I hadn't seen them in, like, years, any of them. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that So, either. it was interesting, um... Kinda of, it kind of just reaffirmed everything I had thought about him originally um they're okay I just 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 not for me you know, and I feel like the 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 series has a problem with like they they have really good set pieces and really good action like scenes and stuff like the last one with the like him climbing on the build of the giant so skyscraper different. was pretty cool um but then, but then it, like, I feel like this is, this describes the series to me. It's, like, this really cool action scene where he's, like, climbing a thing. And then one of his gloves, like, starts to not work. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, why? Did you really need to... I mean, he's climbing on the side of a building. Did you really need to, like, make him not have one of his gloves work? Does it really amp up the suspense that much? No. He's, he's on the tallest building in the world. Like, it's not I'm, necessary.
0: Well, I mean, doesn't the second one do that, too, when he's, like, free climbing the thing? And then he's got to, like reach over early like, yeah <laughs> yeah but
1: that's just what happens in when the, you're climbing because in it's, the grand canyon is it the grand canyon i don't know if it yeah. is was it the i don't think it was it might have been i don't know it, it doesn't really mean. matter but that's just kind of what happens in climbing in that particular scene but anyway that's that's just a very small scene but that's just like my feelings on the whole on the whole series
0: do you think they, they're do you think
1: they're trying too hard I feel like they don't know what they're what they want to be like as a series. Like and and they're all very different because they're all different like directors and they all have different focus mm-hmm. and they all look different and everything. So it's hard to like give it a specific thing about the series, you know. But like take James Bond for example, because it's also it's like the same kind of yeah. same thing yeah. Well, James Bond is a very defined character. You know James Bond. You kind of know what he's gonna do. You know how he feels about things. You know his actions, his motives, and even though there's a bunch of different directors and a bunch of different things, m- for most of them, in general, feel very cohesive. You know, you feel like you're watching James Bond. Even among different actors, you know, you, it still feel even like they're they're slightly different here and there, you know, like Roger Moore is different than Daniel Craig, you know, obviously. Yeah. But you still have a James Bond feel to it. It's still He still acts like James Bond. You think James Bond would. Mostly. Or, mostly. Mostly. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some bad ones here and there, you know. Yeah. But, generally. But you take the... Mission Impossible series then you have uh, Ethan Hunt who's Tom Cruise the main character and I just feel like I had no I've just watched four of those movies I just don't care about him at all as a character like I don't know who he is he has no st- standout traits to me like sometimes he has long hair sometimes he has short hair that's all <laughs> they alternate yeah they do
0: <laughs> I, I would argue that he has a standout trait in that he's Tom Cruise yes his biggest is. <laughs> trait is that he's
1: Tom Cruise that is pretty and that's yeah and you're completely right I agree with that and that's fine, but that doesn't make for an interesting, you know, movie. Like, I don't care about him as a character. Um, I, there's, like, they use, like, in the, in the third one, he, he, like, gets married and all that stuff. And then his really? wife gets stolen, and that happens. Stolen.
2: Stolen. <laughs> stolen. Not abducted. Stolen.
1: <laughs> yeah, stolen. And <laughs> um, you, you care about, like, him getting his wife back, and you can see that he cares about her. But that still doesn't, like, make you care about him. You know? Does that make sense? I don't know if that does. But it's just uh, just not interesting. And there's a way how they do... They I feel like they take themselves too seriously, but then they try to put in, like, comic relief, and it doesn't fit with, like, the style of how it's been. And it's just... It just feels, like, directionless in a lot of ways the series does. Okay. And that's... I mean, <clears> that's... I mean, it has a million different directors, so... That's fair. But
2: I don't know. What do you guys think? I've just been ranting... What do, you, what do you think about it? As a series as a well, whole, that's what we're talking about? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I like it. I mean, it's it has been a while since I've seen. Yeah. I mean, I I did watch rewatch them a few years ago, but it's still been a while. Uh, a couple of them are kind of forgettable. so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The third one, I watching the third one, I remember nothing about that movie. That was the one I had seen the most recently. Remembered the least about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. The <laughs> and the thing I remember the the most look. about
3: it? Right?
1: Yeah, Rabbit's Foot. The thing I remember the most about it is Philip Seymour Hoffman in it and I remember him being, him being really good but he's in that movie like 15 minutes of the movie max yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, yeah. it's like, wait, how do, the one thing I remember about this movie, and not even a...
2: at that time, there's like a huge like tonal shift in the movie. I think it gets really it's not, dark. Like, a yeah, shift. Yeah, he's really dark in it. He's compared really to the rest of it. it he like, gets super dark when they yeah. catch him, you have and it's a just wife
0: like, I love you, and I'm a yeah. murderer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: it gets really uncomfortable almost. <laughs> but it's like yeah. that's the part of the movie that's like the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that whole speech
0: about like I'm gonna hurt your wife or whatever is like really
1: good. Really, it's just like whoa. Yeah, it messes with you. But um and but he's really good, you know. know. And but the, he's barely in that movie. It's yeah. funny. And the rest of it's kind
2: of just forgettable. Strange. I kind of like that they do have different directors though. Yeah, that's they're, fair. They're giving each movie its own kind of identity. Yeah. Um, but I mean, other than that, they're just fun, you know, action movies for me. It, yeah. they, I don't need a lot of plot. Yeah. I don't need a lot of character development. Um, I do think Ethan Hunt is a really good character name. As yeah, that's true. That is, it's a
3: really
1: good spy <laughs> name. It, it yeah. is a good spy name. I agree with that.
2: But yeah. I, I see where you're going. Uh, There's a it, lot of cool gadgets throughout the Like, way cooler than any James Bond gadgets. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Uh, way more creative and I don't yeah. know, There's some better co- uses of I the gadgets. I feel like the first
1: movie had the coolest gadgets. Which is The weird. exploding gum is the best. The that's exc- one of my favorite gadgets in the movie history. The exploding... There's one... There's just one gadget. What's not even that big a deal. They're, like, unscrewing this vent to, like, go down, and it has this little arm that comes down and, like, catches the screw before it falls. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, and I was just like, that was awesome. <laughs> and that's just, like, really simple and kind of dumb, but, like, that was sweet. Yeah. You know? And then we have the, the new one where he says he's got this magnetic gloves. Yeah. And those aren't as cool as a re- weird <laughs> screw catcher thing for some reason. I don't know how that works. Sorry. But
0: I'm fine. I want to edit that out.
1: Um, <laughs> they do. There is some good gadgets. I mean, there's things to like about the series. It's not that I'm like anti the series. The series is just very middle of the
2: road. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not as, uh, you know, iconic or memorable as James Bond. Yeah. For sure. But it has its like its moments. I think uh, that work well. And there's some cool action scenes. There are. And I mean, you kind of got to give it to Tom Cruise, um, as far as. His dedication to the franchise. Oh yeah, definitely. Because when you think about it, like you know, the longest Bond was Roger Moore for fourteen years. Yeah, which is a pretty long time. Yeah, that's overdue. Long yeah, Tom Cruise has been Ethan Hunt for nineteen years now, yeah. right? The yeah. The first one came out in ninety six. Yeah. yeah. And he's still doing the movies. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, and it, like, I, there's the things like we were t- we'll probably talking about with the new one, but he's very like in his roles, he's like very committed to it, and not in a weird like method way to it but like you yeah, know he's like not
0: old daniel Day-Lewis about it, yeah. it like, i'm gonna live on set and build it because it's old timey and so i'm just <laughs> gonna drop down some wood and then i made a house look at these shoes i fashioned from squirrel skins it's like take a shower man <laughs> whoa <laughs> no but he just like
1: actually cares and wants to do his best and is committed mm. to it and i appreciate that but then when you actually watch the movie i don't actually care about him in the movie. You know, like, all that stuff doesn't make it better. Like, that character is just boring to me. Like, I just don't care about him. You know, and it's like, he's just kind of okay. I mean, it's not that he's super bad at it. He's just not great, you know, in these movies. He's been a lot better in other movies, I feel like, than these movies. And I feel like that's just how it's been written and how it's been kind of put down that way. So it kind of has to be that way. But -hmm. it's also his choice, you know, as an actor. He could, you know, maybe, because he, I mean, he produces them. Yeah, so he he (laughs) he has a say on how these things happen. Yeah, (laughs) like you know, so I know, but I do agree with you. Yeah, he's his commitment level is definitely sweet. You know, as like to to doing all the stunts and like you know being a part of it and all that stuff. I was watching the second one. They have the scene where like he a guy like swings a knife at him and it gets stuck like right above his eye.
0: Oh yeah, I remember that.
1: Tonkers insisted that he do it, and insisted that it be a real knife.
0: Oh, screw that! Probably not the smartest <laughs> yeah. decision.
1: So what they did was they, like, attached cables to it, right? And mm-hmm. they, like, stuck his head in place so his head couldn't move, and the knife could only move exactly the distance that it that it was and it was like, he just it, was like a, it was like a half inch away from his eye was what it was
0: screw everything
1: and, about and, that and he's just there's like holding it in the scene and he's like blinking over the blade and stuff because his eyelashes are touching it uh, <laughs> like it's intense but he insisted that it be like that and that's that's pretty cool that's pretty cool you yeah. know so I like the second one the best too which is on which is a very unpopular opinion yeah it is.
2: but
0: that's okay what's your favorite
2: uh my favorite goes Protocol. Now, yeah. uh, before that, it was probably the second one, just because right. the first one is kind of slow and boring. It is a little slow. And everyone so, dies in the, the first third two one. The third one is forgettable. And
1: the, and the third one, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, as a whole, I do agree that it's kind of inconsistent, but for some reason, it's an entertaining kind of inconsistent. I can't explain it really. The only one okay. of those I outright hate is the second one. I okay. don't like that movie you at outright all. outright hate. Yeah, I okay. don't. I don't like that movie at all. <laughs> Three, I guess I hate it because I don't remember it. Okay, (laughs) like I feel like if I can't remember it, I probably hate it. Uh, That's not necessarily. That's true. There's a lot of things I'm okay with that I don't remember. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like that, I feel like the third one just kind of existed, and then yeah, and then I went my separate ways with it. Yeah, Um, I love the first one, and I love the fourth one a lot. Those are the two best, in my opinion. Um, The fourth one's probably my favorite, but I remember. So I think the reason I love the first one is because the N64 game was sweet.
1: It was sweet, actually. I do remember
0: that. Yep. Man, that game is so fun. Yeah, that game was sweet. And so I played the game (laughs) way before I saw the movie. And so when I saw the movie, I was like, sweet, this is like the game.
2: (laughs) It's Um, like White GoldenEye. Yeah, that's what hell it was with GoldenEye for me.
0: Yeah. GoldenEye's really good, though. Like, that the movie's movie. really yeah, good. Yeah, that movie is
2: just really good.
0: That's a really good movie. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I think that might be why I like the first one, because the video game influenced me so much. Like, I rented the crap out of that game. I played it so much. Yeah, the game was fun. Yeah. I remember it. Um, Dude. That first one. When everyone dies
1: after the first ten minutes, I just don't care about that movie anymore. Even today. Even now. Like, no, I like
0: rewatch. it. Yeah, because the plot of the first one is like... Everyone dies, and then he it's like a revenge thing, right? Because well, they're, like, trying to kill him, but he's also trying to figure out who killed yeah. everyone.
1: Yeah, they have this mission, and all his teammates get killed, and mm-hmm. they think he's, like, a mole. That's mm-hmm. right. And so he's trying to figure out who the mole actually is.
0: That's right. Um, and, and it, it turns through, out to be his boss.
1: Yeah, and it turns out to be people that was in his team and all this stuff. It's like, there's, like, two twists in there unnecessarily. But I don't know why it was like that. A
0: lot of people hated um, that twist where it ultimately ended up being the guy who was, like, the head of everything. Because in the show, that guy was, like, the bastion of, like, goodness Mm -hmm. in the show. Like, I I've never really watched the show. Oh, okay. But, like, a lot of people hated that they made that character be the villain. Because he was just so, like, about being good and just in the show that they thought it was a betrayal of the character.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, they have a similar thing in the in the in the third one where like his leader like betrays him again. Hmm. That's kind of the same one in the third one. And I, I like in the movies, it's always like ends up to where, except for the second one, he's just always like on his own, and it's only yes. these two people, like, and they have no that's resources. That's a running theme yeah. throughout all of them. Yeah,
2: is it always gets turned where the IMF is kind of against its own him. agency, or you know, like. He's having a fight for himself, not yeah. for the agency.
1: Yeah. Why? Why? Why can't I just watch one where everyone's the good guy and the bad guys? Because that's bad what guy?
2: the new one looks like. It's gonna be too.
1: Yeah, for sure. Again, it's just like again. All the only the second one is just like, even that one has the the bad guy was a good guy. Yeah, he was a yeah. his partner. But you, at least you know it's that the, the Goldeneye twist. Yeah, but there's not a twist. You know it from the beginning. Yeah. So at least you know. From, at least the bad guy is set up from the beginning. This one is just like, oh no, IMF was the bad guy the whole time, and now you're on your own, and you yeah. you have no help. It's just like that's how all of them are. It's just like, why can't
0: I just watch a normal mission? You yeah, know?
1: that's true. I don't know. That's just a nitpick, but... And the new one's going to be the same one.
0: That's true. Um, first one's directed by Brian De Palma, which is weird, because I hate Brian De Palma movies. And I'm, I like that one okay. What else did he do? Scarface. Oh. I hate Scarface. Really? Yeah. Why? movie's not good. I kind of like Scarface. It's real long, real boring.
1: It is kind of long and boring. Yeah. <laughs> Al Pacino's really good in
0: it, though. Al Pacino's okay in it. He's, He's... kind of over the top. That's the point, though. That's, I mean, I it guess... It is Al Pacino. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's true, because my favorite Pacino moment ever in a movie is super over the top, yeah, so... Pretty much. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that
1: one. There's that <laughs> hilarious... That really dude, Al Pacino? See, that's what I was, I was trying to think of where he was talking. I couldn't
0: think of one. Scent of a Woman? Mm, maybe a, a little bit. Oh, Insomnia. Insomnia is a... Yeah. Probably.
2: Yeah. That movie's bad. Insomnia? Yeah. It's not great. It's not good. Not great. Pretty random. Yeah. <laughs> they got Al anyway. Pacino and Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah.
0: What is that In movie? a Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> what is that movie? Anyway. Based off an Icelandic movie or something. Who knows? Um, there's a great John Mulaney bit about Scarface where he talks about how people love Scarface so much. And he's like... <laughs> It's not a good movie. He goes, whenever you ask people, like, what's your favorite movie? They're like, oh, I love all the classics, you know, like Godfather and Scarface. That's like being like, oh, I love food. Oh, really? What are your favorite foods? Well, steak and Skittles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, people do tend to lump those together for some reason. I don't understand.
0: Because, like, gangster? Mm
1: -hmm. Kind of?
0: They're both, like, kind of gangster yeah. movies. like
1: It's, like, different eras. And yeah. Totally different.
0: Yeah. Like, Scarface is way, like, dirtier. Not in, like, the... Like, there's more, like, quote, dirty content yeah. in it. But it's just, like... Like, I feel like you could yeah, rub that in like... Yeah, it's grimy. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas The Godfather is very, like... It's organized crime. Yeah. Like, I mean, Scarface is, too. But it's, like, 80s organized crime. Yeah. Which is, like, just on cocaine the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And, like, The Godfather yeah, yeah. is, like, old-school Italian mob organized crime. Yeah. Which is, like... Like, if you have to be okay with organized crime, that's the era of organized crime. That's to be, true. Like, yeah, I don't true. understand, like, I always get weird about organized crime movies, because like, I love old-timey mob movies, because yeah. they're like, sweet, but also it's like, this was, this like, hurt a lot of people for real. <laughs> yeah. You forget that. <laughs> yeah. It's like heist movies. Yeah. It's like,
1: no, they're stealing something. <laughs> yeah. You forget that, no, they're stealing something.
0: Yeah. That still doesn't belong to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. No matter how wronged they were by the person they're stealing from, it still doesn't belong to them. It's still lovely. Um. Anyway, so uh, as a whole, I think the series is very entertaining. I think that the action set pieces are kind of all I need from those movies. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think they do a good job in in all of them. Um, three doesn't have that much action.
1: There's. There's a lo- there's a lot, but it's kind of nothing like stand out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like there there is there's explosions. And yeah, crazy stuff happen.
0: Cause like one has that scene the, the 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 like hacking scene, which I think is probably still oh, sweet. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, hang- so from- yeah, yeah, it's that's just so iconic. It's yeah, it's iconic. Yeah, it's just so yeah. iconic. It's really good. Yeah. I feel like that scene probably still holds up. Does it?
1: Um. Yeah,
0: I really to, to I an remember. Extent. Like extent. as a kid, I was like, "Whoa!" Like that was the most intense thing I'd ever seen in a movie. Yes, yeah, that movie as a
1: kid. There's parts of it that are really, um, really, really tense. Yeah, yeah. like when he that like good.
0: he like almost drops the. Floor. When he almost drops him, it's yeah, it, it's still good. It's he, still good. When he almost drops him, and then when he catches the sweat, yeah, so good. I remember being like, "Oh snap!" when that happened. Yeah. Which
1: actually, logistically, if you watch that movie, it doesn't actually make sense that that could be possible. Because his head's, like, closer to the ground than his hand would be able to fit.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But... It's called Mission Impossible. <laughs>
1: <so>. <laughs> it's literally impossible. <laughs> All right. But, um, anyway, I realized that when I was watching it. Yeah. Which kind of took away from it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So,
0: like, that has that really iconic scene. Um, Mission Impossible 2 has, like, the, the car chase...
1: Yeah, that motorcycle chase. Yeah,
0: or yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's, that scene's cool. I had motorcycle chase in my brain. Yeah, it's really good. And I said car chase. But it ha- yeah, it has that motorcycle chase. Yeah, that's still And cool. the free climbing sequence at the beginning. Yeah, which is cool. Um, yes. Three doesn't have anything iconic like that. Um, What happens in three? And then four has the, like, building climbing scene. And, like, five, obviously, is going to have the plane. The, yeah, the plane. Um, it does three have... Yeah, three doesn't really have anything.
1: He, like, swings on a remember. rope to get to the top of a thing. But that's, like... Not that
2: big of a deal. Yeah. So Tarzan. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, like, I think that's why <laughs> yeah, 3 is, like, much. forgettable because 2, like, 1, 2, and 4 all have, like, very, like, memorable scenes. Memorable yeah. action scenes in it. Which is the point. Yeah. And as far as, um... 4 also has that
2: sandstorm. Driving in sandstorms. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of tense.
0: Yeah. I like that part.
1: I just, that whole time I was just wondering why that was happening.
0: I really like all the stuff that happened in because
1: building. Because, like, like I was talking about before, he's climbing the building, right? And that's pretty intense. And then his glove starts to work, and he turns around, and there's just like a sandstorm coming. I'm like, really? He needed to lose his glove and have a sandstorm come. High stakes. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, because high stakes. And then he falls too. i just like, come on, guys. Come. We don't <laughs> say
2: that about the Fast franchise when they're hopping buildings. But see, cars. but the thing is, I care about those characters though.
1: So, if, even if they're do, doing ridiculous things, it's just like, oh, oh, what? You know, if, like, if one of them gets shot, I, like, care. You mm-hmm. know, where if he gets shot or falls, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I just don't want really
0: to care. Got it. Um, yeah. So, on that point, I love Tom Cruise a lot. I, like, I still, I still love Tom Cruise. Tom, yeah. Tom Cruise being in a movie will put my <laughs> butt in the seat almost almost 100% I'm you will tired.
1: specifically go to movies because only because Tom Cruise is in yeah kinda Well, if you were like hey this new movie's coming out it's called like Rock
2: of Ages, Rock of I, ages.
0: Saw Rock of ages. I saw ages. Rock of Ages I saw Rock of Ages in the theater because of Tom Cruise also because my dad wanted to see it and I took my dad but he wanted to see it because Tom Cruise um, that movie's terrible except for guess who Tom Cruise he's great in that movie I don't get it though I just love I love I don't, Tom Cruise I don't, I don't, he's
1: not particularly likable I just, he's not a particularly great actor I like, just I feel like he's very replaceable like I said I appreciate him and his dedication I think that might
0: be why like every time on I go screen, see it, I don't care Every time I go see a Tom Cruise movie, I have that in the back of my head that like the way he committed to the role, like you said, and not like a crazy like Daniel Day-Lewis way. Like Mm -hmm. he committed to it like in a normal I want to do a good job way, and I appreciate that kind of hard work. Um, Like Color of Money, like he learned how to shoot pool like a hustler. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and like Cocktail, like that movie sucks, but he learned how to bartend like that, which is dope. Like that's really cool, and like. I don't know. I just, I like that commitment that he has to it. Like, it shows he gives a crap about the thing he does. Yeah. And I feel like you get a lot of actors, particularly from the era that he came up in, yeah. that just kind of did a lot of paycheck work. And I never feel like he does paycheck work. So if he does something, I want to go see it because... Well, that's because he produces a lot of his own movies. Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, and so if he does something, I want to go see it because I want to support the work that, like, his work ethic. Yeah. is really good, and like the movies may not be the best. Like he had like a rough go of it in the later nineties. Yeah, there's
1: um, He's been in some bad movies. Yeah,
0: he's, he's been tr- in good movies. Yeah, he's been in really good movies. I loved Edge of Tomorrow. I thought that movie it was great. Minority uh, Report. Too. Oh, I love
2: Minority
1: Report. Yeah, yeah, Minority Report's pretty good. He like he's in good movies. I re- I like Last Samurai. I like that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: What's he your favorite Tom, Tom Cruise? Movie? He's good in, in Rain Man. Like classics. Rain Man's good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Top Gun obviously is my yeah. favorite Tom Cruise movie. Obviously.
0: What's your favorite Tom Cruise movie?
2: Oh, probably Minority Report. Yeah, it's Top Gun. I'm sorry, but I've never seen Top Gun. Yeah, me either. Oh, come on, guys! That's (laughs) your next one. You gotta
1: watch
0: Top Top Gun. Um, what's my favorite Tom Cruise movie? Uh, it's been a lot of stuff.
2: Tropic Thunder.
1: Oh,
0: he's great in that movie. (laughs) He is pretty good. He's so funny in that movie. I really like he Night and Day good. a lot. What is, oh, that's the,
1: the comedy. The, you, the action oh, the comedy. The weird comedy. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love him in that movie because he's like, he knows he's playing like a Tom Cruise parody. Yeah. But it's Tom Cruise playing a Tom Cruise yeah. parody. So that's it's cool. this like weird meta joke and it's great. I I love that movie a lot. I don't know why. Like it's not that good. Yeah. Except for the fact that it knows it's kind of not that good. Which I, appre- I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Like I, oh man, that, See? I think it might be... Freebie I mean night. I
1: don't know. Yeah. I feel like he's in good movies, but he I've never been like, "Oh man, Tom Cruise was so good in this movie." Mm-hmm. I've never thought that ever. You know, like he's yeah. never the person in the movie that was just like what stood out in my mind for uh-huh. that movie, you know? And remember yeah. being like me liking it so much.
0: Yeah. So, fair enough. I just I love Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get I don't get. I don't know. I think he's it's one of good. the last true like movie star movie stars. Kind of
1: That hasn't, like, sold out or, like, become crappy. Yeah.
0: Like, I feel like like he does, like, consistently entertaining work. It may not be the best, but he's... I find his movies to be entertaining more often than I find his movies to not be entertaining. And I can't say the same for, like, an Al Pacino or a Robert De Niro this late in their career.
2: That's true. Could be collateral. Oh Collateral is really good
0: My answer is Collateral for <laughs> sure Yeah Collateral is really good He's actually really good He's so good at He's really movie. He
2: is very good at Gosh He did pretty bad.
0: good Around through the early 2000s I didn't yeah, that, know that That, that movie It's still war of good. the worlds
2: But Oh yeah that's
0: terrible Yeah It's a Spielberg movie too Did he direct it? Yeah Wow that movie's so bad Yeah <laughs> People love it who loves that movie? I've been hearing a lot more love for it in the last couple what? months so than I've bad. ever heard for that movie. And I was like, what the is it on TV more now? And people were <laughs> like, why are you, why is everyone suddenly like on board with uh, War of the Worlds? It's so
1: bad. It's just like Tim Robbins shows up randomly
0: for no reason. Yeah. She's like, wait, what the hell's
1: he I mean, doing what, in that what movie? What are you
0: doing in this movie? Yeah. And then it's
1: like, it just dies halfway through that movie. It's just so
0: bad. Yeah. It's just really bad. Yeah, I don't think do we're do it that much. But Minority Reports is a Spielberg movie, and that movie's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty good. Colin Farrell's really good in that movie, too.
1: Yep. I agree. Yep. Man, they're
0: I gotta watch Minority Report again.
1: I love that movie. I've only seen it, like, twice. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. There's some parts in there that I kind of feel like are unnecessary, but...
0: Yeah.
1: It's still it's
0: still really good. I agree.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: Tom Cruise has seven upcoming projects. <laughs> oh, my god. Like a box. Okay, so the new one. So the new one's coming out. Um... Rogue Nation, uh, this time Alec Baldwin's like, you can't be the IMF anymore, <laughs> and then Jeremy Renner is like, but why? And then he's like, cause, defunded, and then... Well, then why is Alec Baldwin in this? I, yeah. He's like the director of the CIA, but okay. I don't know why Alec Baldwin's in it. Like, yeah. like, I always... I mean, I'm okay with it, cause I like him, but it just feels weird. I just, I don't know. Whatever. I laugh, like, when I see him yeah. on the poster yeah. for something, like, yeah. for no reason, like, I just see the poster going, yeah. Alec Baldwin's in that movie. I, I like, like
2: none of his work can be taken seriously after Thirty Rock.
0: Yeah, I think that's why is like it's true. he dresses like Jack in the movie because it's just suits. Yeah, but like and but he like his voice is just he he played Jack for seven years, so that's just his voice now, and so yeah, in my brain he's just Jack Donaghy as the director <laughs> of the IMF, <laughs> and so. <laughs> So whenever I see the trailer and he's like, you're defunded, I'm like, what are you doing, Jack? Like,
2: <laughs> okay. He still doesn't even have a character name on IMDb for this movie. So Alex he's Baldwin? Just, he's just Jack. He's yeah, just, oh, okay. see? Yeah.
0: Um, we've got a new director again, so this yeah. makes five movies and five different directors. Um, Christopher McQuarrie is the director and the writer of this movie, which means it could go either way. Yeah. Very concerning. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Christopher McQuarrie wrote Usual Suspects, which is great. Oh, yeah. And he also wrote uh, Jack Reacher, which is horrendous. He also directed uh, Jack Reacher, which was also terrible. Okay. He didn't do a good job. I don't... That's one of my least favorite Tom Cruise movies, actually. That's it. (sighs) Man.
2: Well, McQuarrie wrote Edge of Tomorrow. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That was good. And Valkyrie and The Tourist. Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jack the Giant's Slayer. So it can go either way, is what you're saying. Yeah,
0: this movie does have like one of the iconic Mission Impossible moments in it that they yeah. keep showing in the trailer, which is him yeah. on the plane. Yeah, which, which looks crazy. Does look crazy. Um, yeah. uh I think we've both seen the featurette now yeah. on on him doing. Yeah. Have you
2: seen it? Yeah, I saw it. Gosh. He admits to pissing himself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He was like a not fan. Yeah. Um, so I think it's got that going for it. Uh, I don't know. What uh, What are you thinking about it? Um, I don't know. Um, I'm glad
1: Ving Rames is in it. Okay. Because he wasn't really in the last one. I hope he's going to be in it. But... Yeah, because he was, he was in like two seconds of the last one, and he's like my favorite part of the, all the entire series. Because so, he's Ving Rhames. Because he's Ving Rames and he's sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm actually glad they brought back um, Jeremy Renner, because I, I liked him in the last one. I thought he was the best part of mm-hmm. the last one. Which is weird, because I normally don't... He's very bland to me in general. Mm-hmm. But... I he, liked him in the movie a lot. Yeah, he I easy. actually... He was, yeah, he's really good in it. I thought he was the best part. So I'm kind of glad they're bringing him back, too. Um, so that's... That'll be cool. I'm excited to see that. Um, I just want to see the ridiculous stuff happen. And I want some cool gadgets. You know. to yeah. be. I just want to be entertained. And I want, like, to actually care about what's happening on the the screen you know not like oh it's a nuclear holocaust so we have to get you know stop that from happening not like that but actually like like if somebody gets shot in the movie I want to be like oh no they got shot you know I want to I want to care about the characters
0: which I know we'll see do you think that being the fifth entry in a franchise with these characters is going like is that possible yeah do you think it's possible um I feel like it is
1: Okay. Um, it, harder to do because mm-hmm. it's already established
2: to me, and it's just the trailer. But it looks like Simon Pegg's character is going to be written a little more, better into the story, mm-hmm. and develop that character. Yeah, I agree.
1: More. I was going to talk about that actually. Yeah, because uh, in all the in the previous ones that he was in, he's really just He's really just, comic just, he's he's really like just tech related. guy comic relief. Yeah, yeah. So he's good. He, I like.
0: Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, him,
1: yeah. Not bad, but he looks like he's going to have a more prominent role. Yeah, that'd be good. He's I I like Simon Pegg. He's a really good actor.
0: He's a really likable guy. Yeah. So He's very like genuine, like a like a British Paul Rudd type guy. Yeah, like very like, just seems like a dude. Yeah, just, man, just, just, hang just hang like out. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I want some crazy, um, I want some cool gadgets and a couple couple twists. You know, will be nice. You know, a couple surprises. I hope they have a, t- a million of those. Like somebody you think someone is one person and they take off the mask and they're somebody else yeah cause that's my favorite well, they're gimmick they're showing
2: like them making the mask. okay together, sweet so how many masks are they gonna make
1: yeah you know? I just love that gimmick I just think it, it works every time for me yeah that that's is awesome.
0: that's always good yeah always good I don't know why it yeah. just does yeah but, what are you expecting out of it uh, I'm really looking
2: forward to the uh, underwater scene because I've read oh, stuff yeah. about it that it's you know it's real like he held his breath for an hour long five minutes or whatever yeah and, uh, that's pretty crazy uh, and it just looks like it's gonna be intense so yeah. I'm looking forward to that um, and just the whole idea of the, the story I think it's really interesting this year that between this movie and Bond with uh, Spectre th- they have like the same plot kind of oh wow where there's like a hidden oh kind of Yeah. agency behind oh, cool the scenes and they discover them, and then yeah you know, a little bit <laughs> yeah that's interesting they have to take him down so it'll be interesting to see which one is a better movie. Yeah. Um, considering how terrible Skyfall was. Yeah. <laughs> Skyfall was pretty bad. I'm hoping Bond is the better of the two. Yeah, because historically. But Mission Impossible looks like it's going to be more fun.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Ghost Protocol and Skyfall came out the same year, and, and I enjoyed Ghost Protocol significantly more than I did Skyfall. The trailer for
2: Mission Impossible is really good. Yeah. It looks yeah, like there's going to be a lot of good action in it. So. It uh, does. Yeah. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. I think the trailer for Mission Impossible is great. The The new one with the Led Zeppelin on is so good.
1: It's a really
2: well-made trailer. Yeah. It is.
0: It's, it looks... Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if they're just taking the best parts of the action scenes, which would make me sad, but... Uh, maybe. it was, they usually don't, though. Are you, are you, yeah. I mean, they always
2: hint at them, but... Yeah. I think they saved the good stuff for the movie.
0: Yeah. Hopefully. Um, I don't know. I think it looks really good. I, I just like Tom Cruise. I just... <laughs> I just like Tom Cruise. I, I do. I just like Tom Cruise. Like, it's enough... <laughs> Ethan Hunt's character, like, it's enough for me that he's just Tom Cruise for me to give a crap. That's fair. G- g- like, I just I just like watching him work. I just like watching the way he does stuff. I don't know. Um I think I think there's gonna be more of an emphasis on the team in this one, yeah, which is cool. It looks like it. It looks like honestly, it looks like the first three were their own trilogy and then four was a reboot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it kinda it kinda
0: feels well, like and that. And
2: that's I mean with the subtitle.
0: Yeah. Kind of yeah. Yeah. And so I just like the idea of like, because like you were saying like, um, Spectre has kind of the same plot, but that's gonna be kind of like, Bond being the lone wolf against these guys. I just want like two teams. Like I want like a gang fight in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I just want like two like hackers like trying to out hack each other.
2: Lots of gadgets thrown in between. You.
0: Yeah. Like I, I want like a super intense hacking off like. <laughs> So we getting cool sounding. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Yep. Uh. That exited my face, and I was like, "Ooh, phrasing." Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanna i just want to see like, like Simon Pig, like, and then the other guy, like, the visual humor is gonna work real well on the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, no one can see that. Dude. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> did, you I, know, did you know Ving Rames is actually a tech guy in these in these movies? Is he? Yeah. I thought he was just like the weapons guy. No, he's the I tech thought he guy. just like hung out and was just like, I. Mm. No, he's the he's the tech guy. He's the guy in the van with like on the computers and stuff. Oh. I know, right? I forgot that. So Simon so watch Pig, that. isn't he? Kind of, yeah. But he, he started out that way in the third one. And then the last movie, they made him more of like a field agent. Okay. he's
0: him. Simon Pig's more like Q, right? He's he, more like He was more like that originally. Me. And oh, then right, in the last movie, he saw. was actually in the field, like oh, doing stuff got it you know like
1: having disguises and Mm like being a being a guy well i think it's
2: interesting that uh renner's character is gonna be like the point man of the team
0: yeah yeah i think he's well because he's not like he's not a lone wolf like a lot of the other people are so he's like he's the best at navigating the bureaucracy of the government and so i think that makes sense Mm -hmm. to me um I really liked him in the fourth one. I thought the scene... Yeah, he was really good in the fourth one. The scene with, like, the gun and he, like, grabbed it from him, I thought that was pretty similar. That whole scene (laughs) was good. And he, like, talks about
1: how um, he thought he had let Ethan's wife get killed, because it was Mm. his job to protect them, right? Um, And you find out that's not true later, but his... That whole scene with him, he did really good, and that was was the best scene in that movie for me. Yeah. Because it was just like, oh, wow, like, you know, it was, like, actually well acted, and you cared about him, his character, and what he was going, and his, like he like quit being a spy because of it you know and there's like there's like repercussions and all this stuff
0: yeah I like I like the way they work uh, against each other I think Tom Cruise makes Jeremy Renner a better actor that could be because I think Tom Cruise is a good actor so I don't think I don't think it's the opposite happening yeah Yeah. (laughs) no it's
1: definitely
2: not not the other way around Um, I don't know if I don't know so I think I think Jeremy Renner like
0: because I feel like oh he Jeremy just works R- better
2: in a team based environment versus trying to yeah that's go true. alone like he's good as Hawkeye in a yeah. team I would yeah. watch a Hawkeye
0: movie with him though yeah probably not no unless and I they like went that like, character. unless they went like full on Matt Fraction status with it
1: well that, I really like that character but mm-hmm. to see a, just a Jeremy or Hawkeye movie would probably doesn't sound that great to me yeah which is weird because I love Hawkeye but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that's just he just like. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, after The Last Avengers, he was, he was pretty, like, important in that one and, like, pretty focal and yeah. he was pretty good, but...
0: Um, I think that has something to do with it, but I also think Jeremy Renner, like, I think he does a lot of parts that Tom Cruise would do, um, in spirit. Yeah, that's fair. And so I think, I think he's probably, like, a hero of Jeremy Renner's, and so he got the opportunity to work with a hero of his, yeah. and I, I think it shows, but not in an annoying way yeah like it just shows that like yeah like he was very respectful of like the legacy Tom Cruise has and yeah. like he was like I want to do right by that yeah um and so I think I, I don't know I, I think I think if this movie is like the team working together for the whole movie I'm gonna be really into it because yeah. we haven't gotten that be really ever like and I think it's any time other. yeah the interesting, interesting
2: thing about the team though is like Every movie has a different female team member, yeah, they do, so it's oh, really seem to see like who this chick is and what she's
0: do yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that's true. yeah people were kind of mad that whatever her name in the last movie is not coming be back because they really liked her. i was reading yeah. the forums and stuff. she's hmm. okay.
0: who's the best female one? I liked the girl in four she's
1: okay. I liked um no, not really, really.
0: yeah, I don't know they're all kind of forgettable. The one in four is the only one I remember yeah oh no I remember the one in one yeah, Paul too Patton. I liked her too yeah but she explodes yeah that's right she <laughs> dies immediately she dies <laughs> so immediately yeah. um yeah I don't know I think it'll be good I'm I, I have high hopes for it yeah. I hope um I'm a little nervous with Macquarie behind the camera and yeah at, at the at the typewriter again you know he at this point he writes all this stuff little... on typewriter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at this point
2: though it's it's really just Tom Cruise yeah just he has it. a lot of control he, over yeah, what happens. And everyone yeah. just does what Tom Cruise
0: wants. To That's do. true. He's like the Vin Diesel of the yeah of the Mission Impossible franchise. We'll see. I mean, I'm not like I said, I'm not overly excited,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: I don't know. we'll see. Yeah, I would say I'm probably more excited for North by Northwest. Me too, actually. It looks, man, it looks good.
1: <laughs> I just love Hitchcock, so I'm
0: just
2: excited. yeah. So, yeah, cool. Well, it's definitely going to be more character driven yeah <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs>
1: probably less explosions yeah probably, probably. <laughs> um yeah
0: Are you guys good yeah cool uh thanks for being here
2: you're welcome
0: yeah dude it's good to be here. cool uh if you have questions tell us what your favorite mission impossible movie is before and after show at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air uh
1: get those shout outs
0: yep there's been a total of two ever in the history of the podcast. <laughs> so email. Um, so do it. Before and after show at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at before and after pod. That's at before the letter N after pod. Um, like the Facebook page. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Subscribe on iTunes. Comment on SoundCloud. Leave us a review on iTunes even if you hate us.
1: Being on iTunes is pretty sweet. It's pretty convenient Yeah. to listen to. So that's sweet.
0: Yep. Um, you can subscribe right from your phone on iTunes. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, come on. Um, yeah, uh that's it. Uh, we'll see you next week and until next time go watch Collateral cuz that movie's sick.
1: It is very good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: McConnor science <laughs>